right now as promised. I mean, it really is Friday night, one of my favorite nights. I have to say, whenever I fill in for Alex, I go, I love Friday nights. And it's really fun uh, to talk to people on the radio on a Friday night. And it's just, a you know, cocktails and relaxing and great conversation for me goes with a Friday night and a certain kind of food. But the pandemic has affected everything, and it certainly has affected the wine industry. Joining us is Marika Vida who's an international sommelier and a wine writer and president of Mom Som based in Pennsylvania, USA. Thank you for being here, Marika. Hi, Arlene. How are you? I am good. Your country's uh, seeing a lot of tension here. We are all seeing a lot of tension we have from this pandemic, and a lot of people have been dealing with the stress with alcohol and wine. However, there's two sides to this story. More people are drinking at home, and it is an industry on itself. How is it doing as as an industry right now during the pandemic, Marika? So this has been obviously really tough times for many, many industries, not just the wine industry, but since it's the industry I'm in, I'm, I'm obviously partial to it and, and able to talk about it. Um, I will say that when we look at uh, what's going on, particularly in cities like New York, which for me is, you know, I spent 13 years as the wine director for um, the Ritz-Carlton in Central Park. And so my heart is hurting looking at what's going on with my restaurant friends and the wine industry as a whole in the beautiful city of New York. Um, It is, you know, it's hard to talk about the loss because most people don't understand the rent in New York City, the different game. You know, um, yeah. you have a $30,000 rent a month. It, it, it changes things, your perspective, and even people being lenient, if you will, on rent or moratorium, that's hard to do because, well, we're just talking very, very high rent. You got it. And you're seeing people just fold, aren't they? I mean, I read that story. There was a story in the New York Times of uh, one of my great favorite restaurants, Prune, in New York, and just closing. Oh, yeah. Oh. Closing it up and after working so hard, and you must know it. And, you know, can they adapt? It's been kind of the word. How can we, how can we, you know, flow into this new situation. But as you say, the impact, the volume of alcohol in all those restaurants, poof, it's gone. So, Arlene, I think we will adapt for sure. But I do think that we're going to come back into a new world. Um, there's no other way of putting that. There's, there's, Prune is possibly the best example you could have ever come up with, which... Mm-hmm. For me, very, very near and dear to my heart, because back then when Prune opened, I was working in wine auction in New York City, and um, I loved everything that that restaurant stood for. And reading that article, for me, was um, super was heartbreaking. powerful. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking. And, and, and by the way, she has a writing career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. Um, she it was good. brilliant brilliant writer, in addition to being a brilliant restaurateur. And I think that that is the news 
that we need to kind of sport right now is what's next. And it is, and it might be something different, Marika. Like, it, 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 are people coming to grips with that world may not be back? Is that still flying yeah. around your head here? Yeah, very, very, very much so. And it's funny because right now I'm doing an IG live series with um, a bunch of my New York sommelier friends. Mm-hmm. And we're all, um, I'm now a consultant, so it's a little different for me. I haven't been on the floor in a couple of years. However, everything I do is related to what a restaurant does. So um, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> but it's it's interesting to talk to everyone and to say, has this made you think about what is next? So if we have if we have the drop in restaurant openings that we think we're going to have, especially in cities like New York City, um, what's next, right? What are you thinking of? And and so this whole virtual journey that many of us have been on, I think, has been. Um, first of all, I think it's been um, hugely helpful just mm-hmm. to feel connected. I agree. Very important mm-hmm. to feel connected. Restaurant people are about people, right? They want to feel connected. Good ones. So, Good ones know what people want. Good ones anticipate. It's kind of aspirational. You sit down and they try to to make the ingredients, which is why I loved prune. I mean, the ingredients matched a mood of who you are. You could pick out your personality in there if you had a good personality anyway, because oh they're layered. I mean, you nailed it. You just mm-hmm. nailed it. That place is so special. And, and the fact that a lot of these really special places are going to close because of what's happening is more the reason for us to put on the point to the government that these small businesses are the ones that really need the help. And they need to individualize the loans and they need to really, really connect with that. And it's hard for them to do because it's easy to pick out the big guys, right? But the big guys don't need the help. No, but they're the ones getting it. We've seen it before. I, you know, in, in our know. country, we've seen I it know. before. We call it a bailout for a big, big joint. And and it's about the little joints. And we're about okay. to lose something. Is that message getting through, Marika? Because even, so. yeah. Can, mm-hmm. can I say something? I think so. Yeah. Let, me, let me give you an example. Shake Shack. Yeah. Danny yeah. Meyer turned around and said, I'm giving this money back. Yeah, they right? did. And and so what that fueled was you had um, companies like Ruth's Chris's, they were getting the money, and they turned around and said, we're giving the money back because they were getting beat up for it. They didn't ask for it. They were given it. What most people don't understand about, like, the Ruth's Chris company is that half of it is franchise. So half of it is small business, like, People owning two or three or four people. I honestly don't think people understand what franchise really means in the restaurant business. So, so they turned around and turned and gave the money back. They gave the money back. So, it's like anything, Arlene. It's like when we look at what's going yeah. on with charity. Who's getting the money? Yeah. 
Who's getting we money? Do. Follow the money, and it's about, yeah. and we read the headlines. But we're all wiser, I think, Marika. We're wiser after this. And we're not so easily, easily kind of, uh, you know, had the wool pull over our our eyes. What's your worst fear, and what's your your best thought on this before we have to say goodbye? So, you know, my fear is that um, is that people will okay. So when we start to reintroduce the openings and doing everything we need to do. My biggest fear is that people need to maintain their patience. They need to understand that we're trying to keep everybody safe as we reopen. Mm-hmm. And um, in the restaurant business, obviously, we've been affected hugely by this. Anybody, the wine, the hospitality industry, we've been affected by this in a big way. But our biggest job is to still keep people safe. And so... You need to have an understanding. When you go back to a restaurant, okay, you need to understand that maybe things won't happen as quickly, that things, you know, it's going to be different. It's going to be different for a while. It is. You know what we have to think about? Uh, We have to think that a hurricane happened. And if you go back and you look around and you see what's standing and you say, what can I save, what is not, and what's there, and you grab And you grab what you can and you move forward. Marika Vita, thank you for joining us here on this Friday night as we talk about this. And a toast to you. You have a a nice glass of wine. It was wonderful to have you. Thank you, Arlene. Wonderful to speak with you. Thank you. Um, I'm wishing health and love to everybody up in my homeland in Canada. All right. And cheers to you. Likewise, likewise. Marika Vita joining us on this Friday night, international sommelier, wine writer, president of MomSom, joining us from Pennsylvania, USA.